0: Uh, welcome back to the queen of spades our one listener or half a listener i don't know with me Anne and
1: jules i'm the queen of hearts oh, oh, no, okay you're changing it now i just changed.
0: i'm a non-binary turf so i go from the queen oh of god spades anyway so uh <laughs> this week <laughs> <laughs> i just don't know what i believe anymore go on Anne. so last week we were kind of doing an overview of different issues that we feel that women are still facing or have faced in the past and i'm conscious of the fact it was very long in three parts and but it was sort of giving a more of a superficial overview but what we're going to be doing now is looking at some of those topics in more detail each week and this week we're looking at turfs and the question of whether they are heroes or villains i personally think they're villains but jules you think they're heroes is a smurf an angry turf i don't know no a smurf Smurf is a smurf sorry a smurf is blue and generally annoying i don't know but anyway anyway. joining us today is Cell. Cell. <laughs> and so you're a trans woman
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and so going to talk to us as well about some of the stuff that she's faced and th- what issues are for her on a day-to-day basis and we've already actually started discussing some of this and we in terms of the overlap between trans and women's rights so i think what would actually be a good start cel is if you could tell us when you transitioned what it was like for you how things have changed
1: so i transitioned oh god out. 23, 24 years ago, um, wasn't easy, took a long time, obviously I was growing up with no internet, no access to resources to know what was going on, so it took me an awfully long time to figure out, always felt different, anyway, goodbye. Did you, so can I just ask, did, did you feel this from when you were a child, mm.
0: or did it sort of hit in adolescence? No, no,
1: from three four years old yeah always had something and it, it became much much harder in adolescence and mm. puberty mm. it became a real, a real struggle there's no resources as i say no internet so you muddled through went down a predominantly um very masculine approach to life trying to prove to myself and probably everybody around me that i was a very masculine so biker tattoos mm. you name it mm.
0: that's a common Thing, very thing, common thing find, yeah. isn't it like yeah. they, they, they tend to be drawn
1: to male-oriented jobs like police it's, it's something to do with trying to prove to the world and, and yourself it, there's nothing wrong with you you're as normal as the next guy yeah yeah transition when i did transition i got sacked from the job i was in yeah because of that i took my ex-employer to tribunal yeah um won the case hands down without because it was discrimination, it, it was a, a you no-brainer know, to go to tribunal. Yeah. So I just sailed through that. Mm. What I found was that the people were very like, okay, it's fine, we get it. You know, Well, we don't get it, but if that's you, then that's you, and we all accept it. And then six months later, you bump into someone that was allegedly accepting, and you can see on that they cannot wait for it me quick enough. Mm. That's fine. But, you know, each to their own and I don't have anything against that. That's a, their choice. And then when I started work, I found that the discrimination set in more on gender, being being portrayed as female in the workplace. Then I then took what would have been a natural career, career progression as a man. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you go for this promotion, you go for that promotion. Suddenly, uh-uh, you can go for the promotion, but he's getting it. Yeah. You're not. Yeah. Um, And point in case, my last company that I worked for, I got told by one of the senior, senior, senior managers Mm. that I was next in line for one of the shift managers roles Mm. and the guy that got it played golf with Yeah. So instantly that's like, boom. And then when I go into an HR meeting and they say, oh, you know, how do you feel about it? How do you expect me to feel about it? I'm more qualified, I'm better I'd be better at the job, I know the people, I know how to do the job. Yeah. He's never shown any interest in the role. I've shown interest in the role trying to train for it, trying to get all the qualifications that I need for it, and all the right yeah. training, spending time doing it. He's spent he's been a supervisor, not a particularly good one, and then walks into the role yeah. because he plays golf for the MD. Yeah. And then boys in the blue proves that he's not technically capable of it for quite some time because he's having help left, right and centre and you ask me to go in and help after you've turned me down for the role. Did you know, so with men, they, when they don't know what they're doing,
0: they can go for help or help is offered to Yeah. Whereas when you're a woman asking for help, it's, oh, why can't you do it? Okay. Why can't you do it? Oh, you know, you're supposed to be as good as we are. You feel, well, I, I certainly I've made feel at times that, that that I don't dare ask for help because yeah. it's a sign of my failure. It's yes. a sign that I'm in this man's role and I shouldn't be
1: doing. it. And so in my previous life, when I could just fairly well sail through most, and I, I did, it wasn't I wasn't trying to work hard and do a good job, but I pretty much sailed through mm-hmm. promotion because I was good at what I did. Mm-hmm. I found that then I was having to work twice as hard as I previously had to. Mm-hmm. To prove that I had the skills and the ability to just get to that next level, mm-hmm. so I was then having to do twice as much as I previously had to, mm-hmm. just to prove that I had the same skill set that I've always had, mm-hmm. but having to work doubly hard to prove it to somebody. Mm-hmm. Whereas previously, it would have just walked in and they'd gone, "Yeah, well, you know how to do that. That's fine." Yeah, yeah. Took that sort of patriarchy level, mm-hmm. gave yeah. it up, step almost mm-hmm. stepped down mm-hmm. into. Now you've got to prove yourself in everything you do. Do
0: you feel that's because you're a woman or
1: do you feel it's because you're a trans woman? Um, I think to start with, because obviously it's not, I don't broadcast the fact I'm trans or everybody. Um, because I think that would be even more detrimental than portraying as female into a world. And I'm sure people know, I'm sure people guess, I'm sure people work it out. Almost nobody ever says anything to me. If they do, then so be it. So I don't know, I don't know whether it's the perception, or whether they think actually it's a female thing, or it's a trans female thing, I don't know. Because it's not it. a women experience. Yeah. Certainly I do. And I noticed I'm a sure. huge difference in how I was treated at work the moment I transitioned and got a job as female. So from my perspective, I know from my from like going to work, I, mm-hmm. previously as a man, and now as a woman, or perceived as a woman mm-hmm. in the workplace. Don't want to offend the radical feminists.
0: Um mm. that, oh, you can offend radical feminists. They're there to be that offended.
1: um that what I find is that yes I've had to work doubly hard, I've had to do all of these extra things to, to try and prove that I'm have the ability to do what I do. But to be fair, I've probably been more successful being trans than I was male. Yeah. And I don't I don't know whether that's the mindset because I'm happier in myself. Yeah. And I'm not holding myself back. Yeah or that actually I've worked doubly hard, therefore I've proved that. Whereas previously I was sort of probably cruising through life and yeah. that promotion will come. Do you, do you think though it would have happened to you and it would have happened quicker though? Oh God, yeah. Right, definitely. If i don't. I mean, your quite... life's
0: better now, but do you think in terms of your career, had you not transitioned where you are now would have happened faster? And with, I mean, you said that you were sacked and you said earlier
1: that yeah. you had to take them to a tribunal when you transitioned. Yeah. I think I'd, I'd literally gotten my change of name deed and was applying for a new passport so i was i was pretty committed to living mm-hmm. full time and yeah. being 100 percent taken seriously because that's not the sort of thing you're going to do on a whim so to go to a tribunal where i'm then having to explain to a judge mm-hmm. and to layman why why i was sacked and okay, yeah, it's a it's a legal proceeding. I'm not I'm not obliged to sit there and, you but know, I have to read a statement. Had had you officially changed your gender? Yeah, uh, no. Technically, on my birth certificate, no, no, I haven't. haven't. But my my I have a change of name deed. I have my passport is on. Right. Now I am.
0: I'm just trying to establish when this
1: was before. So this was, was, was before or after the gender recognition act? That was in before 2004. the
0: gender 2004. Rec- No, before the gender recognition. Right. Recognition. Okay. So did you have to go through and describe? And it will persuade rather the court that you were a woman.
1: Did you no, have to? You didn't no, have to go to No. To be fair. To be fair. And and I will give the tribunal and the judge. I mean, the judge was. Yeah, it would have been a tribunal. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Mid '60s. The 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 workers, layperson was probably what. Mid '50s mm. and probably mid late '40s, early '50s on the um, employer's side. Mm. So I wasn't walking into a particularly, what I thought was a progressive, Mm. forward-thinking tribunal. Mm. So to sit through that and then to have to sit in a witness box and read a statement on what happened and why I was seeking damages for for discrimination Mm. on the basis of being trans was quite intimidating.